This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And now to think completely different. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Right, Chris. All right, how the devil are we all? Welcome along. Four days to go till the transfer window. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Normally, I don't like January transfer windows. Um, we've signed a few goodies in there, but we've signed some awful ones as well, <coughs> dear Batty. Um, but we're desperate. We need people signed. Um, it was 
the boss's 50th birthday today. Will he get any presents? Will his stockings get filled? Who knows? We will find out, I'm sure, in the next four days. And don't forget, Tuesday evening from 6 o'clock all the way through till 11, we will be having a live deadline day show here on Leicester Till I Die TV. Welcome along. It is question time. Um, this is the show where you set the agenda. We start it off um, having a chat and you... Well, we go where you take us. We we discuss the questions that you raise in the chat. Um, we're trying to keep it to um, transfers tonight. So uh, if you've got any questions about any of our transfers, uh, <laughs> I'm just laughing at what uh, Andrew said. Um, please, please do ask. We've got a few to go through and... Um, we will keep, uh, we'll discuss them if you've got anybody that we haven't thought about. Uh, Andrew's in, says, bloody hell, that intro is better than the Oscars. Well, I'll, I'll wait I'll wait for my nomination, Andrew. I'll wait for my nomination. Now then, if you've got any kids handy or they're, they're behind you at the, the table doing the homework, you might want to get them off to bed because we have, um, how can I best describe him? Without swearing, that 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 is really hard. But let's bring him in and say good evening to uh, Brad. How the devil are you, sir? I was better until I found out the information you told me five fudging minutes ago. It's fudging ridiculous. Ah, uh, fudging we like. <laughs> fudging. Yeah, I'm allowed fudging. <laughs> no, I've never. I've never used anything where they've actually asked me to tick a box to say if there's any bad language in the show. So that is the, the only reason. But fudging, we will go for. Uh, Spencer's in. Good evening, Spencer. How are you? Are you the same Spencer that I've been talking to regarding the podcast? Just out of interest. Brad, top 10 battles. Where can people find you? They can find me on YouTube at Top 10 Battles. Best place to find me to follow that out is either check out the link that Chris always puts in the description because he's a legend like that. Uh, uh, and yeah. give it a give it a subscribe. And, and, and once this show's finished, go and, you can go and check the, the latest video after we've done here, obviously. Stay here for that. Stay here for this first. But follow me on Twitter at Full Time Focus and you'll get all the notifications when I go live and when a new video is coming out. Nice one, nice one. Now, if you like a bit of prog rock, and who doesn't like a bit of prog rock? Um, I was talking about this the other day with with Dave, and um, it got me, got me, took me back to my. I only kind of dipped the toe in the water that of the ocean that is prog rock, but that is his new role on the radio. Good evening, David. I'm really scared being on tonight. <laughs> You got your tin hat. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, we, we, that's why you started five minutes late. Brad had to lie down for five minutes. <laughs> Calm down a bit. Yes, it is. Prog Rock, new show on Surrey Hills Community Radio, starting Again. first Saturday in February. We are looking forward to it. Yes, um, good fun. Good fun. Good, good. Will you be playing any yes? No. No. <laughs> yeah, of course I will. <laughs> <laughs> there was only one answer to that, wasn't there? <laughs> I cheated. I pre-recorded the first one, and uh -huh. um, and I have got them on there. Yeah, going for the one. And Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. That was I did it just before David Crosby died. So uh -huh. yeah, which was a shame, but yeah, that's life or, or death. We um, are we are uh, we are showing our age here. 
but yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm still very scared about being on here. Well, I have got my my bleeper ready if you know for when the language does get too bad because you know we don't want uh, uh, Brad using any in swear words, do we? So we're hoping that will work as we go through. I think you'll need a considerably bigger bleeper than that, Chris. Uh, that, my wife used to say that to me. Indeed. <laughs> she's, probably, she's probably why we're no longer together. <laughs> uh, good evening. Sir. And uh, like I say, the links to Surrey Hill Radios and Top 10 Battles are both in the description below on YouTube. They are permanent. Brilliant. Thanks, mate. Um, Spencer is in. Mm. Oh, well, I said that. Uh, it is the same, Spencer. Hope you can pick them up now. We did have a little bit of trouble trans, uh, transferring over to the TalkSport fan cast, but hopefully it has all sorted out now. Um, <laughs> well, you can't go wrong with a bit of Brotherhood of Man. Now, you know, <laughs> Angelo Figaro. Yeah. The thing is, though, the thing is, though, are you talking about the original Brotherhood of Man or the Eurovision winning Brotherhood of Man? Ah, ah, you see, you didn't know you landed on my specialist topic, did you? Um, that's embarrassing. Let's move on quickly. Um, Nate is in as well. Good evening, Nate. How are you? 15 of you in. Please, please do subscribe if you are new. And if you are already subscribed, please smash that like button. It does help. Four Chris, days Chris, ago... Chris, Chris hmm. he's gone very quiet. I've gone very quiet. No, Brad. Oh, oh he's, 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 he's not, he not seen me like a coiled spring. I know. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> it's like you and me will nip off and maybe water the plants when he gets yeah, I think so. <laughs> but look, four days to go till the window. Um, and we've lost one already. Um, we were heavily linked with this guy all through the well, ever since the end of the World Cup, and he's he's buggered off somewhere else. Um, I did read eight million plus, um, plus add ons. Um, but it looks like it's going to be around 20 million. Uh, don't know what happened there. Um, but I, well, how many? We were looking at him, Dave, before the competition, you know, before the World Cup. So obviously, we're not just looking at him as a World Cup wonder. But was he, do you think? I mean, we bought people on the strength of a really good um, tournament before, haven't we? Well, I'd just like to say everybody's. Um working hard in the background to make things happen. Mm. Apparently. Is that is Maybe. that the quote Roger's quote of the week every well, week? I think you're working hard in the background to make his birthday cake, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, mate, I said to you before the show, I, I just I've lost interest in that transfer thing now because every time it happens, we you know, we, we're linked with every player, nothing happens and we're told everybody's working hard to bring people in. The top clubs bring people in at the start of the window. We're going to be waiting till the 31st, aren't we? And then maybe get lucky. I mean, 11 minutes, 11 p.m. and well, 11, yeah. 11 o'clock plus 14 seconds. We're behaving like a championship club now. We really are. And that's why we're playing like one. Yeah, well, you're going to have fun tonight then on the transfer special, aren't you? It's embarrassing. It really is. <laughs> Um, you know, I mean, okay, you've got to keep the faith, haven't you? I'm bringing them all out tonight, and I, um, I mean, Jason Roy scored a ton today, so it, you know, some things can go well. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Miracles can happen, but I don't know. I really don't, Chris. I mean, I, I just fear if we don't sign two or three players in the next two or three days, I don't know what's going to happen. We've got nobody up front. The game, we, we, we gave two points away on Saturday because we've got 11 men defending against a team we should be looking to stick three or four past. I mean, I know they've done well, but that's irrelevant. So have we over the last two or three years. I mean, it was embarrassing. We had Vardy defending, then Daka defending. And where do they go? We're going to forwards. We bought a left back. Which I think we needed, in fairness. I mean, you know, if if you look at the areas that we need sort of to, to, to cover... Yeah, but we know, need a forward first. right wing of the ones. Yeah, and we, I agree about a striker, you know that. I've said that, you yeah. know, I would like to see another striker come in, but I don't know whether it's a priority. Brad, do you think we need a striker in? I don't... I don't think it's priority. I think what we need is to change the formation to get the best out of our strikers, but we know that's not going to happen with Rodgers. No. Um, fucking right wing's been a problem. Me, I've done it. I've done it. I thought I wouldn't, <laughs> and I've just gone automatically into the mode. Sorry, Greg. There's, there's, there's a pound in the swear jar. T -t -t Tell it up for me. I see Luckman's yeah. knocking him away, isn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. It's almost it's almost like we bottled out of getting getting him permanently and chose to loan him in and then pointlessly didn't chase him. Yeah. It's almost like we chose instead of making unders fee mandatory, we made it optional so we could bottle out of buying him as well. And it's almost like we're going to do the same with Tete and why we bottled this transfer because it well, went we'll good. Come, to we'll come on to Tete in a minute. Talking about the walker, <laughs> that gives me and David a chance to nip off. Uh, Uwani, though, <laughs> I mean, we were totally, totally linked with him. Um, I mean, he had one good tournament. I mean, do you think we've maybe we were, we've been lucky to miss that one, Brad? Well, I know we're going to talk about what's going on later, but I think if that is true, what we find out has just come out about later things that are going to be in that regards to the position mm. I'd rather him coming on a permanent at least and we know we've got a solid player to do it 20 million or not 20 million euros or not I, we've clearly been scouting him and, and it just now makes me think for God's sake if we were that urgent to get a player in for that position which is really wow. urgent yeah. why weren't we doing this on the 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th of January why are we now decided to, to suddenly completely bottle and, and bungle this move for this other player who we'll get on to. We should have gone for this guy. It's clear as day. Clearly, this club doesn't know or like spending money. I would imagine, uh, and I, I'm going to come to your point in a minute, Andrew, but I could imagine, um, Dave, that until we know what's happening with Madison and Tielemans, then, you know, we, we're, we're pretty much full in that, that midfield area. Yeah, but we know what's going to happen, don't we, at some stage. If it's not now, it's going to be the summer. Um, we know. So the, the best time would be to get them in now and get them ready for next year. Mm. It'll you be know, the 30th maybe... of August. It'll be the 30th yeah. of August, Dave, when Madison's long gone to Newcastle in the summer and Yuri's dancing off to Madrid or somewhere on a free. It'll be the 31st of August. And I guarantee you it'll be a loan move that we bring in. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You, you talk about Newcastle. I mean, going off at a tangent. I mean, they've. Well, they've I mean, they, they don't have. Tangent, yeah. Never. <laughs> Forty-five I mean, million. That's ridiculous. Never to reserve. He's not worth. He's not worth fourteen million. Right. He's just a child, a kid that's throwing his toys out of front like a spoiled brat. And they won't pay six. We're used to those, though, aren't we, Brad? We're used to that one. Uh, well, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, I mean, that's, that's, that's Newcastle. You know, we'll let them worry about Well, no, but it, it, it counts for us, doesn't it? Because they're the ones that want our players. And if they're prepared to pay that sort of money for a Overpaid. I mean, we, you know, we're not going to turn down overpaid offers for... Uh, for players, are we? You know, we didn't with Maguire, and if they've got the money and they come in and spend it with us, I mean, we've lost players in the past, you know, to the United, to the Chelsea's. You know, how many did we lose to Chelsea? Chilwell, Canty, Drinkwater. It's unfortunately, it's that remember that picture where they got one bird on the top and then two underneath and then three, and they're all mm. shitting on each other underneath. Uh, but Andrew says there, and it's a good point, we can't even attract average players. But we are not the Leicester that won the Premier League. We are not the Leicester that finished twice two seasons. And we're not the Leicester that won the FA Cup, are we, Brad? So we are a team that is fighting relegation. We are one point off it. But Wolves have signed somebody. Southampton have signed somebody. But these players are going to look at it, especially if you're coming from abroad. You're going to look at it and go, oh, they're all a bit close. <laughs> so we are going to struggle, aren't we, to attract players? I mean, to a de- to a degree, yes. You're 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 going to struggle if you're looking at um, a very well known player. But Leicester haven't really ever signed anybody with too much glamour glamour to the name. But no. I don't think it. I, I think it's a bit. Harsh to say that we don't attract average players because Perez, uh, Dennis Pratt, with all greatest respect to him, Mendy, they're average, they can do a job, but they're not, you know, so average players. No, we can attract players, and 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 it works for Leicester the way it works for any other club. It's it's all well and good saying, Yeah, Leicester in a battle, you why would you sign for them? Why would you sign for them? Um. Because they will sell you the fact that they're former FA Cup winners, that they're former Premier League winners, that they're former your Champions League, Europa League and Europa Conference League winners. They will sell a player and their agent will convince that player, well, they're European semi-finalists. They won't mention the fact that it's European Conference or remind them of that fact. They've got European semi-finalists and they're fighting on the forefront. One bad season doesn't make them a bad team. They still, we still have pulling power. It's just not as glamorous as others. No, and when you look that that Dave, this guy has gone to Olympic Marseille. Now, again, you know, if you were given the choice at the moment, and I'm just going to check where Olympic Marseille are in the league, but as a historical club, where would you go to? Would you go to Olympic Marseille or would you go to to Leicester City? Um, Marseille are third in the uh, French Ligue 1. There, you got PSG top, 47, Lens on 44, Marseille on 42, Monaco on 40, uh, on 37. So would you go to a third-placed French team or would you go to, a, what are we now, 13th? 
placed team. English team. I'd go to the Premier League. Without any doubt, you've got to play in the Premier League now. You're playing against the best players in the world. You've got, I mean, that, those points tallies are quite close for France, aren't they? It's normally PSG 77 and the rest of them 20. Yeah. That is a, that is a very tight season for a change. But it's still France and it's still poor. Is it, is it, I mean, it is. It's poor. There's, there's, it's a, there's only one, maximum two teams ever going to win the league. A bit like our league now, I suppose. Um, but at least you'll get Liverpool coming back. Um, even Arsenal might win it this year. There's a novelty. Mm. Um, there's a, a no chance Spurs, isn't there? Um, you've got Newcastle now coming through. That's not going to happen in France. So, I don't know. who won it last it. season? PSG, didn't they? I assume. No, yeah, no. PSG. Yeah, it was. It was PSG last year. You're thinking two seasons. Yeah, it was the year before because that's that's oh. what it was. It was it was Lil because we signed Samore. You oh, went two years ago. Morris, so yeah, yeah. yeah, so two years ago it happened. Um, yeah. no, I just well bad. Third placed Marseille in Ligue 1 or thirteenth placed Leicester in the Premier League. I see where Dave's coming from in terms of pulling oh, power yeah. and glamour, yeah, but yeah. I think he, if I look at it from the player's perspective, I'd actually be wanting to go to France because where's the pressure at? If he goes to Mar- if he goes to Marseille, who are always, unless they have a stink of a season, nine times, I'd say eight times out of ten, they're getting in their Champions League spot in France. He can be a squad player, do well, settle in, get enough game time, and then maybe he has a storm of a season and someone like Chelsea goes and pays £755 billion for him and offers him a 30-year contract. I don't know. But in hindsight, if he comes to Leicester, especially if you say they're wildering around, they're not too far off the relegation spots, he comes to Leicester, it's expectation. Yeah. From the Leicester fans, they want they won't want him. They won't want him to take six or seven games to settle in and make Leicester his home. They'll want performances from him. They'll want him to score goals, get assists, kick start, which has happened with certain players in our history. We know, but the pressure's not on him. And if he can continue that momentum and he has a steady Eddie second half of the season with Marseille and then kicks on, he's not going to be deemed that World Cup wonder who had one good tournament and then whistled off into yeah. distance. I think, personally for him, France is the better move because well, of the weight of expectation. One nil up, as you, as you can see there, uh, in the 65th minute. So, at the moment, they... Oh, are the Arteta out. Arteta <laughs> out. <laughs> I mean, since the World Cup, we've got one point, Dave. Yeah. Marseille have got 15 yeah. They've won every single game since the World Cup. We've drawn one. I still say, I know what you're saying about the Premier League. It is the league to be in. But when you're talking about when you get past the Premier League, and let's be honest with you, it was not that long ago that Germany was the league to be in. Uh, Spain, France, those are the next big three behind us. Um, it's not like they're going to the, you know, no disrespect to them, but to a Swedish league or something like that. Um, I just, it's disappointing we haven't got him, but I honestly think until we know what's happening with Madison, and we'll come on to him later, and Tielemans as well, we will um, we will see. 
But you might want to um, make your excuses now, Dave, and nip off to, to water your plants because we're going to have a look at this guy. Um, we have yet, we have never, ever replaced Mares. Uh, I'll let you go first with this one, Dave. <laughs> you know, oh, we couldn't get a while with Brad after. Yeah, um, this, this guy is flying in tomorrow to do a medical. As far as I understand, we wanted to buy him, but because he's a Shakhtar, he has actually a Shakhtar Donetsk player from the Ukraine, and uh, UEFA have changed the rules apparently quite recently, I think, well, since the World Cup, that. Um, about sort of loaning players and buying players. So, well, he's on loan, but before he could actually leave, but now I don't know what it is. It's all complicated, but it's all down to UEFA. So, basically, we can't sign him permanently at this stage. Now, whether that will change, I doubt that the war is going to be over by you know, the time we get to the summer transfer window. But are we better to get somebody in on loan like this guy um, and it, you know he, he sounds very very good. But again, with the potential to 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 buy him, depending what happens, you know, with UEFA. Excuse me, UEFA from Ukraine. We don't do we? That's the problem. We don't do it. And uh, are you messing around with Wikipedia, Brad? No, no. Because now he plays for Derby. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody is somebody's messing about with Wikipedia, yeah. Somebody having fun there. I mean, to be fair, for an attacking midfielder, what's it, 25 sorry, just check this 25 goals in 75 games, so he's worth buying. But then, as we said earlier, Luckman's is scoring for fun now. Um, but we don't do it. Brendan blames the board or the club for having no money. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think if we could get somebody permanent, great. But then if he's going to be on loan and then bugger off in the summer because we get relegated or we're pretty mm. average, what's the point, really? Can I just say I'm so glad he's known as Tete because his full name is at the bottom there. <laughs> I would not. Martins, I can just I can pronounce as the rest of it. I would have trouble with lemons, uh, cordos, yeah, let's stick with Tete. Hey? Make a song out of that one, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, as I say, Brad, get get your hats on, everybody. Get your tin hats on. I don't. I think this is outside of the club's prob. You know, I don't think they could have sort of envisaged this. Uh, but I say UEFA changing the rules. Uh, and I'm saying I'm not 100% sure exactly on the wording of those rules, but we, you know he's coming in allegedly tomorrow for uh, for a medical. And yeah, I know I wish we'd bought Luckman, but he maybe has just fitted into Italian football better than you know fitting into English football. And players do because they do well in one country doesn't mean that they're going to do brilliantly in in, in another. Yeah, but regards to Lukeman, he fitted in well. So I don't understand that because he, he did do well. Um, just don't bother with this guy. Just don't bother. I, I'm, I'm sick of it, Chris. I'm absolutely sick of it. Luke, uh, right. Yes, Chengus under. 
was like Marmite. I liked him. You liked him. We used to have someone who did these shows with us that, that hated him. No matter, he could have scored fifteen goals in, in in two games, and he would have said he was average. I get that it wasn't everybody's cup of tea, but we found some fungal, flabbergasting way to mess that transfer up because I think it was it was rumored that we we had a mandatory fee. We were going to pay it. He was just getting a loan to make things easier so we could get the deal done, and then it was optional. And then magically, he started getting benched when he scored goals. Yeah. So then we got Lutman in. We got Lutman in, who needed a home, according to Rogers. He wanted to put an arm around Lutman and settle him down in a country and club so he could finally get his career off the ground. And he was praising him. He was doing well. He was throwing him up front. He was scoring past Man City and he was getting goals and assists. He was everything we needed. He was like the Maris of the Championship. He had that first nurturing season. If we could just nurture him. Oh, and then we couldn't find the 15 million to pay for him. So we bugged it off. And then this guy was coming in. And if you want to remove that comment, I'll even try and say his full name for you, Chris. Maceus. <laughs> I can't see because you got the comment up. Mateus. Cardoso Lemos Martins Tete, right? We, he was a magic Brazilian. He was 20 million. He was more experienced. He was more well known than the guy we're, we're going to lose, um, who, who, who Marseille are signing. And everything was great in the world. Maybe Leicester were not only going to get this right winger in, but they were going to get an added firepower. And Leicester were going to start storming this market with some late deals. And then they remembered that he played in the Ukraine. And then they remembered there was a war going on. And then they remembered that, oh, no, sorry. Yeah, he is here and he is having a medical. But sorry, Leicester fans, it won't be 20 million. It'll be another loan deal. Yeah, fuck it off. Excuse me. Sorry, Chris. I can't help. I, I can't. I can't not bite my tongue. Bugger it off. Bugger it off. Don't bother with him. Do not bring it in because it's absolutely utterly going to be pointless. If this turns into a solid loan deal where we have this option to buy and we'll have to do this, I guarantee you in the summer, oh, oh, I'll do my best Brendan Rodgers in the summer. Tete did a really great, had a really good spell. Are you, are you confident of getting the deal done as soon as possible in the summer? <coughs> Tete is a beautiful human being with great charisma, but it's very difficult because of the Ukraine versus Russia. And I know he's not Scottish, but I can't be I can't do a, a Brandon Rogers here. Ah, uh, so we might not be able to get the deal done, but we'll see. We'll see. And I guarantee you the window will go past, the window will shut, and there won't be a tete inside. So why waste our time, his time and the fans' time and get our hopes up? Get here, what's the point? Because I've said, and the reason I'm very negative, Gary, is because this will, this is potentially the third time we're going to loan in a, a, a right winger, and I guarantee you this goes the same way as the other two. He will not be a permanent fox. Okay, I, let's, I, I, let's, let's let's have a look. Since Mares left, we've tried Diabate, who was a failure. We bought ooh. him um, under. He he played well in a couple of games. The, the, I can't remember who he went to after us, but he didn't exactly Roma. Um, Roma, yeah. set you know set lights on fire wherever he went. You know where we went to next. Now, um, I mean, Luckman, I think would have been bought, but we did not. As we didn't know at the time, but we had these problems with FFP, and we couldn't buy and we couldn't sell. You know, every year we sell one big player for a vast amount of money, and that helps us to fund purchases. We didn't do that because Telemans didn't move when we expected him to. Um, so, 
I, you know what my thoughts are on Brendan, but I'm kind of not blaming him on this one. Uh, but I'm just reading now on, on the Mercury. This is the latest on the Mercury. Uh, the Brazilian wing has been a target for the Foxes of strengthening that area on the pitch as a priority this month. Um, travel expert Fabrizio Romano early reported City were in advance talks to sign Tete. Uh, 22-year-old has been alone at Lyon since March uh, last year, despite uncertainty over whether a transfer would materialise due to the conflict in Ukraine. He is now set to fly into England for medical on Saturday and his contract will run until the middle of the year, according to John Percy. However, given there is no end in sight to the war, some players could become free agents by the time that happens which is, of course, concern for the Ukrainian side. Because of FIFA's decision, Shakhtar lost the opportunity to transfer four foreign players. So Shakhtar want to sell him, because if not, he'll be going on a free like Tielemans. So they want to sell him, but you wait for on allowing them to. It just seems we managed to find a way to pinpoint uh, the one player we could get in that position that's going to be awkward as hell to bring in. With the greatest respect to him, it, does it not sound like out of all the right wingers we've been linked with, we've picked the most awkward one to try and go for? It's almost convenient, isn't it? And I'm sorry to say that with the situation. Of the, I'm not, I don't mean the war being inconvenient. I'm not. Let me correct myself there. What I mean is, it's, it's out of all the targets we've gone for this window. It's going to be one that the only solution will be this loan scenario, and it just annoys me. That's the third time we're going to do this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, apart from Luckman, I think had we bought under, we may well have, you know, lost out on that one. I mean, yeah, maybe. Dave, I mean, uh, can, can we blame the club or Brendan for this one? Well, I think I agree with Brad. Loans are a nightmare. But if the club don't trust Brendan or his team, then take somebody on loan. If it don't work out, send them back. That's the only thing I can think of because there's no other point. But Brad, I'm sorry, Spencer is making the good point and I haven't got the answer for it, um, uh, uh, Spencer, but Shakhtar sold a player to Chelsea. Yeah, that Mirich. Yeah. That one, they spent £60 million on a 10-year contract. Look, maybe this is just trying to stir the pot and it is a rule that they're trying to do to stir it. And I'm hoping so. And I will eat a humble pie if it turns out this is just someone trying to, you know, wind us all up because it clearly has affected me. But it just reeks of last year and the year before when we've tried to get a player in and everything seems to be going smooth. Because we were we were originally paying for under, if you remember. We were originally permanently signing Lutman and they magically turned into low deals. It just again, I hope someone's pulling our chain and really got under my skin and then I'll top me out to them and say, Fair play, you, you you hooked me in hook line and sinker. But I just dread it. I didn't and I just don't see the point because you just know what'll happen, you know. It'll come to the summer and magically Rogers and Leicester won't be interested in the player and we won't bring him in. It just seems a waste of point. We're assuming he gets a game, of course, because it's not me. Oh, yeah, of course. Too, probably, well, I mean, we all know we all know with Rogers praise of players, that's like that's like the curse of death, isn't it? Because he could yeah. he could probably make his debut, score three goals, and then he won't play for the next four games. So 
I've just read a report here uh, on Sky about uh, Murdoch signing for Chelsea, and it doesn't say other than the fact that that uh, Shakhtar have pledged so much. It was eighty-eight million pounds, I think, sixty million US. I don't know. Uh, they've pledged so much to the war effort, but it doesn't say why that was allowed. And unless this this change has been sort of very very recent then i i i don't know somebody may want to google it and see when when the rules by uefa were changed but i i i I figured it out chris i figured it out it's chelsea and they can buy the way out of fap laws like that's it that's they they can buy the way (laughs) into a solution that's what it is um Ukraine. Yeah. Let, me just, let me just have a look, Jay. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Lookman spend more time on the bench than he had on the pitch? I, th- I think he did because he came on a lot, didn't he? He came yeah, off he the did. bench a lot. Yeah. Maybe that's why. I I, I don't think that was one of Rogers' signings, you know. <laughs> well, I don't, I, see, I don't know because he used him off the bench a hell of a lot more than Under did and everybody said that about yeah. Under, didn't they? But, right, I'm just just searching here. UEFA announced rule changes in light of war of Ukraine. Um, UEFA have announced a new rule change which will allow clubs to register a maximum of two new eligible players for European competition. Um, the UEFA Executive Committee today decided to amend the regulations. Uh, this is all about Champions League. But this was March last year. I think um, I think they've um, fr- frozen the contracts, so they can't go anywhere until maybe next didn't, year. Didn't Sport in Lisbon do something like this with a player? Yeah. Wasn't there like a Carvalho that someone like West Ham tried to get about three times, and they kept piddling them around? And isn't that how Manu ended up with Bruno Fernandez or Bruno Fernandes or Bruno Fridge Freezer? However, however, it was fancy Brits try and pronounce his name to fit in, which is ridiculous. I hate it when we do that. It's it's like that. Um, it's like that. Um, Gamirez, that um, Newcastle have, isn't it? His name's Gamirez, then it's Gamirez, and now it's Omelette du Fromage because it's Gamirez. It's like what? Just say his name how it's pronounced. I don't. I don't get all that. But yeah, Colonel, welcome along. Nice to see you. Uh, Leicester should have taken a punt on Pepe in the summer. We just, we'd had no money. That was the problem in the summer until yeah. until we sold the uh, petulant Frenchman. Uh, we had no money, and then it was very late. And well, at that point, I think the yeah. defence was more. And, and and they and they probably weren't they probably weren't secretly offering us him out on loan so we could make out like we we're going to spend money then accidentally turn it into moving a loan. Moving on, Brad. Moving on. Before I have to give <laughs> you one of these. That's <laughs> not bitter. Um, this one we were linked with, and I was like, "Oh my god, no!" Thankfully, Forrest have actually come in and said we want him. I think Dean Henderson is is injured, but um, Navas from PSG. I can't get past his performances for Costa Rica, and I might be being unfair here, Dave, with the World Cup. The fact that I've always said that a goalkeeper is only as good as the defence in front of him. But did again? Will we look? Would he have been worth a punt? I mean, it is PSG, and he has been at Real Madrid. I don't know why, though. Why do we need another goalkeeper? 
We've got two perfectly adequate ones, and we've got a third one who was bought for his Premier League experience, who, as far as I know, hasn't even got a sniff to the bench. So why? Is this just another name thrown out to make us think that we're doing something? Or is it rumour control? It's free. He's free. That's why he was linked with us. He was free. It wasn't cost. It's not going to cost us any money apart from his wages. It, I said to you originally, didn't I, Chris? It reeks, absolutely reeks of Mark Schwarzer. And look at that. That nearly cost us. That nearly cost us survival that season because we do, we, we basically showed no faith in Casper. Brought in a 40-year-old Schwarzer who nearly got us relegated. I, mean, I remember a game against Man City where the penalty went in and he was still diving Schwarzer. <laughs> he was that old and crippled. That's that's what we'd get if we'd have brought him in. I bet I bet Dean Henderson's not feeling so smug about leaving Manchester United all high and mighty, isn't it? Be careful what you say and opening your mouth as a player because if they bring in Kalor Navas and he does do well, he, he's gonna be on the bench with four hundred other Nottingham Forest signings. Yeah. I and mean, you, and uh, a lot of money. I do wonder if Nottingham Forest are actually in cahoots with Nottingham uh, County Council to help to help solve the housing problem. They've got all these empty houses. Then why is they just buy all these players in? Because there's no space in the you know this, there can't be any space in the training room, Gavler Dave. Well, they had everybody on loan, didn't they? So it again comes to the point. Yes. It's a false team when you have everybody on loan. Sadly, they got promoted on them, so they, you know, they start from scratch. But what was the point, really? I, I mean, eleven loanees. I mean, you know, it's not yeah. Forest, is it? It's not your own team. Um, and that's the problem we have. If we have them on loan, they can go back. Yes. Um, we don't sign them on a four, five-year contract or whatever. And and I think that's where it comes down to that nobody trusts Brendan Rodgers enough now to let him do it. Uh, and the backroom team that he says he knows nothing about. Um, you know. That tells you a lot, doesn't it, Dave? Yeah. That tells does. you a lot. Because yeah. normally when a manager gets asked questions about transfers, yes, they never shred too much light on it, but it, they always tend to say, we're working hard, or me and my team yeah. are working hard. And he just sits there as monotone and as flat-faced as ever and just goes, they're working on it. Yeah, the team, it's not, doing it. it's it's not, not my it's, fault. Yeah. You clearly have no involvement, Rogers. It well, just, we're not glad he's got no involvement. I mean, well, there is I, that because <laughs> Gordon, I Gordon, a tweet out the other day that Southampton had recalled Jan Benderick, Benderak, however you pronounce it, and I was yeah. a bit worried that that was so, so we could buy him <laughs> <laughs> to sit on the bench with Jan Vestergaard. Great, exactly. I mean, Brad. Navas, like I say, you know, he, he's a world... I mean, was, am I being unfair? I mean, he, he was a goalkeeper for Costa Rica, so he hasn't got, you know, the best defence in the world in front of him. But I, he just looked rubbish. Yeah, he did. I mean, six years ago, I'd have been swinging my shirt around doing backflips, you know, absolutely flabbergasted that a player of his... It, Goalkeeper of his caliber was coming to the club, but he ain't no he ain't no Esteban Cambiaso. He's a Mark Schwarzer. Yeah, you know he, he's he's we just. Do we don't need a goalkeeper. No, if we'd have signed him instead of Danny Ward, I'd have been going happy yeah. days. Look at the quality yeah. we brought in, but no, that would shatter Danny Ward's confidence. Bringing in 
name, and I'm kind I'm really glad to hear that the forest the forest lot are buying him because yeah. the, he reminds me of Julio Cesar. You know when QPR did the same. What wasn't yeah. he like 36, 37, 38, something like that when they yeah. brought him in? I like Dave said, when these loanies, when the, the thing is, it's all well and good to try and save money and get these loanies in. But if you're 18 and four points off survival with two games to go, these 11 or eight loanies don't give, suddenly don't care as much as you want them to about trying to get maximum points to keep this club up. They'll go, yeah, but I'm a free agent in, in yeah. 17 days. I don't really care if, I, if, if, I don't care if Nottingham stay up or not. I still get paid a hundred grand, 120 grand a week. And, you don't want that if you're relying on your goalkeeper to keep the ball out of the net. Exactly, exactly. This is Leicester Till I Die TV, uh, live on YouTube and also live on your favourite podcast platform as well. We'll be right back straight after this. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We are part of the TalkSport fan network, so if you are listening on the podcast, which, according to Spencer, is now working absolutely brilliantly, again, after a few days of transfer problems, you think Leicester have got transfer problems, you want to try swapping your podcast over. Uh, but we got there, and it is now live. So if you are listening, Apple, uh, Spotify, Google, um, Amazon, many, many others as well, um, thank you very much for lending me your ears. Now, I've got to say, I did, again, this is something I put up on Twitter, and it's it's not often I actually do go back and sort of clip shows, only because normally when Brad's on, because Brad gives me plenty of material to go back and clip. And if you want to see Brad's attempt at hosting a quiz on my show, uh, just look for the It'll Be All Right on the Night section on uh, uh, on, on on the YouTube site. Um, Sometimes, sometimes knows I'm jesting, but sometimes you actually just pause a video at the wrong time. Now, the other day, Brad, um, I was, I was doing, sorry, not Brad wasn't here. Anthony, uh, we all know he's an Arsenal fan, uh, was doing a, 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 the, the Premier League review show with me on Monday night. And I just happened when I was looking back at it to pause it at one particular moment. Um, I'm not sure whether that, <laughs> <laughs> that is Anthony. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> I didn't notice at the time, but you know, it's caught on camera. <laughs> 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 That's some nice pictures in the background. 
yeah, it, it's it's unfortunate, shall we say? Shall we say you've got to be careful what you do with your fingers. Make sure that your hand is seen at the same time. But uh, I've got to say, Anthony, no one, no one of the misses is always happy. Uh, there we go, Anthony. Oh God, uh, Geordie Toon is in. Good. Evening, Jordy. Another buy for you, Mr. Gordon. Um, let, know, let us know your thoughts on him. Right. Um, Willie Wonty, a very famous player, Mr. Wonty. I don't know if you've heard of him at all. But Willie or Wonty, uh, won't he come? This gentleman, Jack Harrison uh, from Leeds. Uh, we want him. They don't want to let him go. He's got 18 months left on his contract. Um should we be going for him, Dave? Yeah, um, but again, you know, why? As a replacement for somebody, as a as addition to the squad? I get sick of hearing that there'll be a good addition to the squad, you know, fitting nicely with the squad. We want players to play. We're mm. so poor in certain areas. We can't you know, it was so predictable. We need somebody that's going to set the place alight and do something special. Any I mean, of the I names. Can't, I can't Leeds. see Leeds selling him to, let's be honest with you, what is a relegation, um, another team that's in the relegation battle up against well, them. Not for a silly, um, unless it's a silly price. Well, well, he's, he's still got 18 months left on his contract. I mean, he's yeah. a winger, Brad. So you presume that if the other one goes through for Tete, that what was his other name, Brad? Oh, no, no, Mateus. Mateus, I can't remember the other part of it. Mateus Lenos. Martins. Martins. I got, I got half of it right. Leave me alone. But if that goes through, I can't see us going for Jack Harrison. No, because there's no game, options is alone. Is <laughs> oh yes, I suppose. Yeah. No, but you, yeah. you you are you are right. I this if we are going to go for someone like this, because I, I I don't know. Maybe maybe Jack is somebody who can play on Jack. Maybe he's Jack of all trades. Yeah, see, he can play across the play on the left as well as the right. No, let let that one go as flat yeah, as no, we no, tire no, outside. That, hang on, hang on. You you are good. I'm sorry, but you are going to get. You're going to have to have one of these. Uh, I just need to find it first of all. Um, where are we? Where are we? Here we Is go. that a this joke? Is... I don't think it was, to be honest. No, nah, I don't think it was. I think it was very poorly. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> you should definitely get one of those. Yeah. Uh, I'm just it's, reading it's, now. It says. He's not a winger, is he? He's, no, he's a midfielder, isn't he? Yeah. He's not a winger. Yeah, is he? so, I mean. Does he come in? I mean, I, I can't see Leeds selling him to Leicester, no. even if we were fifth. I mean, maybe, maybe, well, maybe if we were, maybe if we were up where we were last year and the well, not last year, the season before that, maybe we could get the deal done. We'd be able to entice him to kind of push the move through a bit. But eighteen months left on his contract. Let's wait and see where we are first, or yeah. maybe where Leeds are. Because it might not matter if we finish seventeenth if they're eighteenth. If they go down, uh, we, that 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 will we. But then it's Leicester. If we wait and they do go down and we stay up, 
Um, are we going to wait until the 30th of, of August to put a bid in? Or, mm. or are we actually going to do the sensible thing and, and, and go straight after him at the window? Because I can't see it happening in this window for someone who can play in the middle of the park. He'd be ideal for what's potentially leaving us, but I just can't see it. Not the, not this window, like for, for obvious right. reasons that like you said. As, as we said earlier, as, well, as I said earlier, you know, we, until we know what's happening with Madison and Tielemans, he was um, he, he started his youth career at Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Oh, there's the team and a half. He was a That's a pub quiz question, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, by the time you finish doing all that, it's pretty half time, isn't it? <laughs> uh, he then went. It was in. It was an American team. He then went to New York City, um, where he had fifty-six, um, according to Wikipedia, fifty-five games, fourteen goals. Went to Manchester City, who of course I assist the club of New York City, and didn't play at all. Uh, went on a couple of loans, and then of course fellow American and one of Brad's top five Premier League managers, Jesse cool. March, signed him for Leeds. And he's had played 52 games and got nine. But he is actually, he, he did play in for an England under 21s apparently twice. So, but I think that is one that I can't see going through. I don't know about you guys. No, no, not in January. Like I said, maybe if the summer, if he hasn't moved the club by the end of August and we've mm. got about three hours left of the window, we might go for him. I know I say that tongue in cheek, Leicester might surprise us and go with a bit of a war chest in the summer, but I've also got more chance of winning the lottery. But yeah, we'll, we'll, that might be one where we have a summer show and talking about him if he's still at Leeds and not moved on. I just yeah. can't see it in January. Yeah. Um, Jordy says, Gordon has the ability to do to be a better player with good coaching. He's got more pace, which is a, which seems essential in the Premier League these days. I'll judge him over time, but he's better than Chris Wood. Well, well that, yeah. that's not hard. Brian Day would be better than Chris Wood. I can buy you felt better than Chris Wood for some points for this. <laughs> I mean, after um, that, I mean, he's been there, what, six months? They got him in, they sold him on, you know, but well done mm. to Newcastle. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's a new modern-day Trevor Benjamin, isn't he, guys? You <laughs> Leicester fans will know that one well, that name well. Geordie, and Newcastle still being linked, of course, and we'll come on to Madison and Tielemans later, but if you are thinking of them, just remember, part of the deal is you do take Perez back. Yeah. Um, this one... Actually excites me. Your thoughts yeah. on the Australian stroke Stoke City central defender, Harry Souter. Will he suit us? Well, see he's been... I'll give you that one because that was better than my <laughs> crap. You're far too good for me on this. But he's um, he's been dropped a few times, hasn't he? Or not dropped, rested. He's not been in the squad recently. But nothing's happened. Mm. So, is that why? because you think of the transfer talk? Well, that's what you thought at the time, but nothing's happened. Well, I don't, this is this is a very strange one. Um, because we had the bid seemingly go flying out the blocks, there was no, there was none of this Leicester talking. It was Bosch 10 million, they've chucked 10 million at Stoke. Stoke have said no, he's not for sale. 
But then apparently, I saw it a couple of days ago that Leicester were going, that there were talks were ongoing, the deal was closed, and then all of a sudden, this this lone Tete, well, for the last seven hours, the story's changed. I, I must admit, I also did see a little tweet come out saying that Tete snubbed us as well. So it's almost caught this off the boil, this this suit are because we thought the deal was dead in the water when Stoke rejected it, but it seems to still have something behind it. It seems to still have something going on. And maybe that's what Leicester need. Leicester kind of need to negotiate this deal but maybe are hoping to do a double announcement. You know, I, I think we've done it a few times in our history. <laughs> Ironically enough, two loan deals. But do you remember them two we got? Was it Tom Lawrence and Nick Pope we got on loan in like the, the final hour a few years ago? I've died since my memory. Two, two Serbians. No, yeah, I think, yeah I, think, I think we signed one and loaned in the other. Uh, and, and and that, but it could be the same with this guy. We could do the same. We could be slowly working on a permanent deal for this one, and we've just had to put it on ice while we just make sure we get this this right winger over the line. Well, I mean, Dave, apparently, the idea is that he's actually going to save Brendan quite a bit of time because he's actually already injured. So Brendan doesn't have to actually take him and injure him. And in fairness, if anybody does re- follow the BBC website every Tuesday um, there is a thing called Tuesday Talking Point and I write it for the BBC and I did say uh, my last one I did on Tuesday was obviously included a bit of information about Christiansen and I did say it's come very highly recommended I've spoken to a couple of you know journalists from you know the Sun's equivalent in uh, in uh, De- uh, where is it from? Dem- Denmark Belgium I can't remember where he's from now and I spoke to the um, the, the fan site as well I said but give him give him a couple of months and Brendan will have him injured and uh, <laughs> and on the subs bench anyway um, but he's got a hip injury apparently Dave but he, he's again it is a you know I don't know why we're messing about with you know looking at contracts for Evans I mean if he, if he does ever get fit he'll only be back for a couple of games we know that Surely we do still need another centre back. <laughs> we've only got one, haven't we? That can play. We've got, we've got, we've got obviously a Marty, who I know is your is one. You know, your we've only got one <laughs> centre back. <laughs> Wait till Monday night, folks. You'll hear all about <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I, the, the staggering part is we need a centre back. Definitely need somebody. Um, we need a striker. Definitely, we're pissing about with people oops, that you know, we don't really need, and it, it just annoys me. <laughs> and why? Why am I the only person that sees this? Was it just because I? I don't know. I just don't get it. You know, we're desperately bad at the back. When we're naive, we we make the worst. I'll save it till Monday. But schoolboy errors. Our real schoolboy errors. Mm. Um, we've got nobody up front. If we stick Vardy up there, he's on his own. He's not up to it now. Dakar's not up to it. They spend a, as much time in the, in our half in that what last thirty minutes against Brighton than Amati did, and it's just you know, frustrating as hell. 
we need somebody up front to hurt people and we need somebody at the back to hurt people as well I'll, we'll have a we'll have a youngster which phase will go and he'll, you yeah. da dave you're you're missing one crucial point you're missing one crucial point with why we don't need to worry about our defense the beautiful human being that is, Coro Torre will clearly be oh. recited. The Leicester defensive messiah, as I call him, is clearly finished his mission at Wigan. You know, Brendan sent him away on a holiday camp to Wigan for nine weeks, and now he, he's clearly going up to. I, old kid, I'm actually surprised he isn't linked with a return to the club. It's Colo. Again, I did tweet that when he was sacked. I'm going to work, you know, back to Leicester question mark. Not that I wanted him, but it was a, yeah. a serious question. But even a, even a coach cannot teach people how to trap a ball, pass a ball, mm -hmm. kick a ball, clear a ball. We can't do that. You know, FaZe is getting stuck into it as well and doing things he shouldn't be doing. Um, he came in, he was dynamic before the World Cup. Brilliant. Might even get a cap. You know, didn't get a game. Yeah, in fact, we had, the, the, the only thing he got when he was at the World Cup was a woolly hat. To keep yeah. him on the bench. You know, we had two players that probably should have played World Cup and they come back demoralised. It's, it's been a completely different... It's like a new season all over again and we've failed... Badly. Talking of um, what we were talking about earlier, Anthony is actually in. Good evening, Anthony. And seeing as you have popped in, it would be remiss of me not to sort of say, because we did show this earlier about bad times to actually pause a video. We do want to know what were you actually doing? <laughs> wow. I can never not laugh at that. <laughs> it's the way he's laid back and like, <laughs> it's about Jim Davidson, Freddie Starr, though. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony, Anthony. Uh, but Brad, is is Suter them a, a man for us? I mean, you know, he did well with Australia. I mean, I think he did better with Australia than yeah. Navas did with um, with Costa Rica. But, I mean, you, you don't want to besmirch someone for their nationality in terms of quality and level they play at. And let's face it, the way we're heading at the moment and the way our, our, our defence is, dare I say, you know, it's not exactly a step. It's not exactly like we're stepping down in, in looking in the championship for defensive reinforcements because right now, that you know, I, I've said it, um, I thought, Gillingham being 92nd was the only reason that we beat them because they were just as bad, if if not worse, um, than us. I'm dreading Walsall because they actually seem to have a bit about them, and I, I'm dreading it. We need that area of reinforcers. There's no, there's no nothing, absolutely nothing wrong if we can get the money together to um to bring him in. He's doing a job. He's done well on the, at the World Cup scene. He's clearly wanted by a few clubs, but again, I know I've said it tongue in cheek a lot tonight. But I mean, maybe we need to entice him with a loan. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we will, we will see. To me, I think, yeah, we definitely do need him. Um, we, we, well, we know what we're like with our central defenders. Um, <laughs> well, we're losing two of them in the summer, aren't we? Could help getting one in. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm just Chris. I'll be having uh, love mail sent through the post. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, be careful, just be careful, your phone's not tapped by the sun. And after that picture, I'll tell can, can you. Some, can somebody answer me this question? It said, just said on there on the Sky headlines that Leicester are close to reaching a deal with Leon. I thought we dealt with a parent club, so that must mean. That you we, know, in, he's on a season-long loan with Leon. Yeah, but and so then what? we have to. Yeah, but we have to. Depending, I suppose, on the agreement between Shakhtar and Leon, we have to sort of like, ask Leon to end the loan. I guess um, that sounds like we're negotiating with them as a contract. Mm. Yeah, but, yeah, but was hasn't there been a transfer already that was the same with someone else? Not not for us, but isn't there someone else that that. Somebody was on loan, so they had to make sure the club that were on he was on loan to were willing to terminate it. I That's someone might know who, who it is. It was there's definitely been somebody who's out on loan, and they had to make sure that the because you do you. I don't know. Maybe it's just a a fictional game part of of of, of, of games like that. But there is conditions in certain loan agreements where they'll say. You can have him on loan, and we will not call him back. And then the only way around that is to negotiate with the club and go, okay, well, if you've got it in your loan agreement, that well, we'll pay you the rest of his loan as well as Shakhtar's fee. I, you know, I don't know. It's, it's don't lazy know. wording, isn't it? It's lazy wording with not much. Coming, coming back, back to Suter, I mean, what I like about him is that. He played for Scotland under seventeen and Scotland under nineteen, and then he saw the light, the, the light, and decided that Australia were a better international team than Scotland. Sorry, Sorry Doug. Sorry, Sorry, Doug. <laughs> but uh, um, there we go. I, I, I jest, of course. I jest. Look, this next one. Aha, I don't know what to make of this one, Dave. Good lord. No. Uh, we and it's not just the odd. Link, it is the um, it is there's quite a few links coming up, and there's quite a few clubs after him, aren't there? Mm. Probably Newcastle. No, yeah. I don't think they actually are doing fair. Oh, really? Okay, yes, Newcastle not interested in a player. Can't believe I know that. that's news. Links Replace Chris Woods, <laughs> actually. Um, I think, I think if we do that, we could actually, we could actually do this. Catching up with the latest news on LTID Radio. Breaking news, Newcastle aren't interested in a player. (laughs) Um, Somebody else, he played for the Netherlands uh, under 20s and under 21s. And of course, he's now plays for Morocco, 50 games, 19 goals, uh, 56 games for Chelsea, uh, Dave, only six goals scored. Um, Attacking midfielder stroke winger. We we seem to be getting a lot of them looking at the same positions, don't we? I guess if one doesn't go through, these others might. Yeah, left side, Harvey Barnes can move into the centre. Um, somebody will I tell think, us. I'm not sure to be honest. Yeah, he does. He, does play, he plays across that attacking yeah. midfield area. He can play left, right, and 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 as an attacking midfielder. Yeah. Um, I think he's a bit a bit like they try and make him like a B Tech Kai Havertz, I guess, because he's the same. Um, 
it's, it's, it's one of them. The, the, the problem is we're going to get linked with all these cheap options and free options because people know our financial situation. And again, people that, and when I say people that know our financial situation, people that actually know that we're FFP restricted, not that we're a club broken in turmoil financially, because we're not, because we wouldn't be getting the plans to extend our stadium and, and, and the infrastructure. This, for me, unfortunately, is another one of them. Someone's just gone, Google, generate a number between 1 and 300, 75. Hakim Ziyech, right, we'll put in with Leicester because they know it's an area of strength that Leicester desperately want to and need to improve on, which is the wings and the middle of the park. Not just not just now, but we know in the summer we're going to need that with who's potentially leaving the club in the summer and who free agents that are, will be, well, there will be free agents that are leaving the club as well. It's an area, so I can't see this personally. Like from a player perspective, I just don't see him suddenly jumping from Chelsea to Leicester. Um, well, but the other choice is Everton. Oh well, if that's the case, then whichever one of us survives is going to get him. <laughs> we might we might have a chance, but no, I I could see all this being for Nor, and he'll end up going and joining Jose Mourinho on a loan at Roma or something. That would make more sense, wouldn't it? Hmm. I mean, a lot, a lot of these do sort of seem to overlap with Tete, don't they? Mm. Uh, and um, But that's all you do. That's all you do. That's all you do, Chris. As a journalist, you will look at a strong target that's got some reliable source to it, like we do with this Tete deal. That is that, that clearly one way or another, whether it's going to be permanent or loan, uh, is, is actually obviously happening, unless someone snipes it from us. And what they do, these journalists, is then they'll pull a load of names together that fit that criteria of players that are either looking for a club or, like we discussed with Harrison earlier, are potentially wanting to leave and don't have long left on their contract, so could leave for free. And then they just blow a team and, and they connect dots, dot to yeah. dot. Seventeen and a half million, apparently, he is uh, available for. Uh, How long is left on his contract? Point to Gianluca Di Maurizio, uh, oh, of um, uh, who is a reporter. I've no idea where Italian, I think. Uh, Roma are said to be Ian Zajic as their first choice to replace uh, Nicolo Zanilo. Uh, Leicestershire Live say, Keep your eyes on this one. Uh, I don't think so, somehow. Um, this one suddenly popped up today. Um, Rogers is apparently interested in the Glasgow Rangers player Ryan Kent. Um, have you heard anything about this one, Dave? No, okay, moving on. (laughs) Apparently, he was born 1966, he is English, and again, guess what position he plays? Um, attacking midfielder, winger, winger, (laughs) midfielder, yeah, Um, no, this. No, don't. We do not want some Scottish bounce to nobody. Um, well, in, in, in fair talk, because of course we've got Doug and we've got Anthony in. Uh, he was a graduate of the Liverpool Academy. Um, he ha- did have a loan spell with Coventry. Oh, that's bugging it. Hasn't oh, it? well, stop the stop the press. Stop he the had press. Bring loan him spell in. with German club Freiburg. Uh, before he departed on loan once again, joining Bristol City, Anthony. Wow. 
Um, uh, he is a former England youth international, having represented the nation under 18s and under 20s. Uh, 104 appearances for the uh, the Scottish side uh, with 22 goals, guys. I'd rather buy old Kent Road on a Monopoly board than Ryan Kent. Oh, see what you did there. See what yeah, you did. So, uh, smoking his ear all week. <laughs> oh, he said that. He sounded so depressed saying that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, re I'm just reading the uh, the Rangers transfer news from the Daily Record. You know that well-established Scottish newspaper. Mm. Yeah. All it, it doesn't say anything about it. Just Rangers transfer news flashes. Ryan Kent named Leicester option while wild card striker approach dismissed. Didn't say anything else about it. I mean, it's just yeah. another name, Brad. Like you say. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd leave him with his good old mate Joseph Dodu. Do you remember him when he left oh. us for fifty thousand and never played in front of them? I do. He was. Who was it though that we did sell somebody to Rangers who then has been now moved to Ajax and is in the Champions League? Uh, <laughs> well, um, it could be. anyway, and the last <laughs> one, Doug uh, did mention this guy earlier. Um, is um, from Spurs. Mr. Spence. I'd rather Frank Spencer. I know exactly who you're all about. Not impressed with him, Brad? Thank you, Dan. No. He, he had an okay season when you could... No, he's facts and... This is, this is what I talked about um, before. When it comes to looking at players' stats, um, yeah, they look great, but he was doing it for a Middlesbrough team. And then what? Tottenham brought him to sit on their bench and now I regret everything because I think the only reason they ended up signing him is because they were looking at him and hoping to have a bit more time to think about it and then I believe somebody was look, really looking into him that were really going to go for him and Tottenham went, oh no, 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 we'll, we'll have him we'll have him, we'll have him and, and now look he, they want him out of the door, no, if he can't get in, if he can't get into the biggest bottle job FC um team at all, then why the hell do we want him? No, thank you. Let, um, let, let them suffer with him. You know, we've already got a £30 million waste of money. He's 22. Um, like you say, played for Middlesbrough. He's a right back, which is not a position um, hopefully, Dave, because we've got Castagna and Ricardo is back training on grass. Now, I don't know whether that is the hard training pitch or the um, soft training pitch that he is uh, he is training on. But it's, training it's, on the hard, it's the hard one because he's been with the first team. He's actually been training with the yeah. first team. Yes, but Johnny Evans trains uh, with them and he's on the soft pitch. Oh, right. I did know that. Pitch, but Jamie Vardy prefers a harder pitch. Oh, you thought we had players at the training ground. We've actually got racing horses. <laughs> yeah. We've got more pitches than players at this rate. Yeah. But um, Spurs don't want to let him go. If he goes, so, sorry, I'm going to have to. I'm just going to do this while I say this. Spurs don't want him, but they just want to send him out. They don't want to sell him. They just want to send him out on loan. And so that is the option. It's <laughs> right, isn't it? Have him on loan. Come on, Brad. We're on. We've got another loan player. I'll, I'll, I'll just, right I'll just get up. Well, welcome to Leicester Dungeon Space or whatever your name is. Lost in space, Jesus Christ. 
this club's a loan. This this club's a loan and joke at the moment, isn't it? Oh, God. Right, 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 this is that picture of you, me you showed. She said, "Have you had an extension?" <laughs> 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 oh, uh, well, make sure you didn't. You showed her the right one. You don't want to cock it up, do you? Hey. <laughs> Because I mean, because if, if you do, you'll just make a right dick of yourself. Hey, here we go. Yeah. Oh yes, I'm here all night. Thank you very much. Um, the sad thing is, he's not lying. No, <laughs> I'm just saying. Is that the time already? But I let you two go. I've still got an hour to do. Um, but, uh, anyway, um, players that might be leaving. Um, a solid offer has come in, not for that gentleman, for this gentleman, Mr. Madison. We've received a solid offer, it says today. Um, From... You know, we say we can't see him, you know, going because Tielemans is going. We're not going to let them both go in the same window, are we, Dave? Well, not if, no, because there's three days left. So we'll get nobody in. So, no, nobody's going this window. Do you know who the offer's from? No, it doesn't say, but it's on a few sites. Uh, but it says Leicester City received concrete offer for James Madison uh, transfer. Leicester City reportedly received a concrete bid from an unnamed club, technically thinking probably Newcastle, for right. James Madison ahead of Tuesday's deadline. Um, then it goes on to say the England international has been linked with a big money move to Newcastle in recent months, but City have so far resisted their offers. Uh, the Magpies have seen two offers turn down. There's no point now, is there? We should have sold him, you know, January the 1st. There is no point now because we can't spend it. Shall we, shall we swap it around, Dave? Eh? Shall we offer him out? Uh, shall we offer him to Newcastle on loan with an option to buy? <laughs> <laughs> shall we do it? Shall we put the show on the other foot? Newcastle, you can have him on loan to, to the end of the season. If you like him, the option's there for 60 million. I suppose the thing is, though, Dave, um, that is who comes in and when they come in. I mean, if this team, whoever it is, and we don't know that it's Newcastle, but if they didn't come in on the first of January and they've only just come in now, thinking they'll get the deal, we could, we, you know, we. But it depends whether it's a deal that can't be turned down because every player has their price. Not Unless you deal them, is is free? Yeah, not now. You know, there would be madness. I mean, it's not uh, coincidence. Madison's not been fit, and we've been rubbish. Um, you know, I mean, he's the only thing that that shines when you're watching the game. So no, not till summer. Then 100 million. Well, oh, yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Well, Jack um, Greenish is worth that. <laughs> Brad. Let's let me ask you about this one then. Tielemans, and I know he's being linked with everybody and the the dog, but uh, according to the latest claims, Manchester United could be teased into the race for Yuri Tielemans if a club makes a panic bid before the window closes on Tuesday. I think if we get a bid for him, I want him to go. Oh, I mean, look, if, if someone's willing to throw us some decent amount of a chunk of money at us for him, then as much as I love Yuri and I'll have to mark the date down in my, car- in, in my calendar and mourn it each year it comes around as, as goes. Like, it's like um, losing a member of the family. But if someone's going to chuck us 20-odd million for him, go, 
pleased because we. I'd, ra- I'd rather, I'd rather him go and get something for him than lose him for him. We've already said that, and obviously, we're at that point where we're obviously. I cannot fathom anybody coming in and offer us twenty million for a bloke who, as of the first of February, will be able to negotiate. Well, we can and now it's on the first of January. Well, yeah, but. I mean, I know respect's gone in football to to the to a big point. But they're not unless they're at, Dave's dying. You um, Nah, not been well for him. Unless somehow someone's bizarrely going to offer us twenty million, he's he's going to go in the summer. It's the same with Madison. Dave's right with Madison because Madison it almost reeks of the. Um, it almost reeks of the um, Mara situation because wasn't wasn't there hints that a mystery club potentially Man City could be PSG, but wink, wink, we know it was Man City yeah. were coming in for him, and then magically Man City put a bid in on deadline day, unless when your cheeky gets trying to get him on deadline day, the, the you know it's not sixty million anymore, it's ninety million. Or that whole scenario was a laugh, a, a, an absolute riot for us all, wasn't it? As Leicester fans, I just sense the same thing is going to happen with Newcastle, and, and it's ludicrous. You've got some front if you Newcastle owners to try and stir the pot two days before a window ends if they do put a bid in on deadline day because I, I I think Leicester will do exactly what they did with Morris if they try and do that and they'll tell them where they can stick it. But what if we go and put a bid in for somebody on deadline day or two then days? They're gonna, then they're gonna, we, then we'll rightly should get told the same. We we can't expect we can't turn around and 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 I can't sit here as a fan and say Oh well, Madison's sixty million, but on transfer deadline day he's eighty because it's transfer deadline day. But then expect Leicester to go. Oh well, that player's only twenty million, but let's wait till deadline day and only offer twenty million because they're going to turn around and tell us what we would tell them, which is we ain't going to have time to replace him, um, yeah. or we're going to be scrambling to get a loan, a loan, and an emergency deal in, and we're not going to be able to do that. So he's double the price. Is it Tuesday? It's- Deadline Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday at 11 pm. Um, I've never understood just... this at all, I really haven't, apart from the fact it's great for Sky Sports. I don't no, understand why because they think they're going to get a bargain. It must be the reason you leave it late, but they're not, as you said, Brad. If it was my club, I'd put the price up 20 million on deadline. Yeah, day. you know, if you want him, you pay this, and that's it. Well, they never used to. Be, you, you've hit the nail on the head already, though, Dave. It's literally because of Sky Company, TV companies. Because I remember, I remember Heskey moved to Liverpool. He moved yeah. in the middle of March, didn't he? Yeah, he moved just after that uh, Sunderland game when him and yeah, uh, he mo- yeah, we beat Sunderland five three. Colin Moore scored the hat trick. Yeah. You know, we, we, we've talked about this numerous times as a what-if moment, the one that got away sort of thing. Heskey left us. Yeah. He won, He stayed and won the cup with us. And then he, that, and then that, he, was he, before, that was before not, they had the transfer deadline. That's what I'm... That, yeah, I but mean, that's what I mean. Sky, but if it was Sky, it would just be in this country, but it's not. It's a worldwide well, thing. It yeah, but it's, 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 almost, it's almost become like a package deal with football. It's almost become like if you're a football fan, then you've got a a day to look forward to. It's like it's like the football day, just it's transfer deadline day. It's it's such a 
comical farce that we actually have it. Because, not just in Britain, are they? I mean, they're, they're everywhere yeah. around the world. And, and and if you're if you're a non-league side, the social scene there's a transfer window. Nah. Uh, no, and, you know, it's all become part. Of, it's it's almost like that's what you get when you sign up as a football fan these days. Is you have to understand there's a transfer window, and it's like what well, it never used to be. Why the dates are all different. I mean, Scotland, it's a week later, isn't it? Or a day later, or two days. I don't it's know. Ju- jumping it's on the bandwagon. It's rubbish. It's absolutely pointless. Yeah. You know. And now we're different. I agree that you've got, certainly for the lower league clubs, it, it hasn't helped them because they know come, let's say we're going in for a, a player from Forest Green, you know, like we did with Jamie Vardy, you know, and before anybody says, oh, you would that never happen, look at Jamie Vardy. And let's say, you know, if we don't buy him by the end of January, um, then Forest Green know that nobody's going to buy them. No. And so they're not going to get any money. Where before the transfer window... Obviously, we could then go in in, you know, February, March, April, whenever, because we need the player then because of injuries. But then we didn't have squad sizes then. And then mm. you've got the argument that then you would end up with, you know, Manchester City having a, a, a squad that they could use that, that's got 40 players, not just 25 at like every other single club. So it's a lot. I, I do get what you're saying. And I don't agree with the window. I think you should be able to. But I think you should still have the limit on the squad size. But I think you should be able to buy, as I think it's better for for the clubs because you don't get these inflated prices mm. because you can go and buy them in February. And I think it's a, it's it's a bit late for loan deals, isn't it? As well, I think that's uh, yeah. It will be all right then. February. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and to be fair, the market differs in certain countries, doesn't it? Like our our loan market will close, but then it's like the Turkish. Transfer window or whatever, still open. Yeah. So technically, you can still send players out. So you can't buy from them, but you can still like. It send should be the same out. all over, though, shouldn't it? Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, so. I still just going back to Tielemans. I still don't know why he's doing what he's doing. He's basically sticking two fingers up at the club, and so you know when you look at say at Harry Maguire, and I say you know when he left, I didn't realize this, but you know the fact that he knew he was leaving. He knew his contract was up, so he signed a contract so that we got some money for him. And that's why we could get 80 million from Man United. And yet Tillemans, knowing that we spent nearly 40 million pounds on that guy, and I don't know whether we what we paid paid for his loan, but he he's happy to walk away and see us that have basically not necessarily made the guy, but we've certainly helped his career. He's happy for us to lose 40 odd million pounds. Because he, he, he wants to live on a free and get more money. Or is he? Or is he? In Dave's world, he'll sign a contract when his old one runs out and he'll stay at I want time. I want a free ticket to your world then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what, what exactly drink do you drink in your world and what do you smoke? A moment, a moment vodka tonic because I've got cut. <laughs> to get in, fairness, in fairness, Dave, you're right, that could happen. Um yeah. You I know, think the world that signed Keith Weller, Frank Worthington, Garland, Kemba, you know, all that lot, Birchinal, Glover. I mean, all he's got to do is say, right, okay, give me a contract, but sticking yeah. it at anybody that offers 30 million, 40, minimum, million. Yeah. I can talk to. Or if yeah. any club comes in that is in Europe, I can talk to. 
He's only got to put. He's got to. You can put those in the contract, which doesn't tie him down. Because then Newcastle coming in off a thirty million pound and a penny, like Arsenal famously did for somebody once, we'd have to let them talk. Don't you also think it's bizarre that on TV now he's only got two and a half years of his contract left? What? That's two and a half years. No, just generally, it's now a thing. If you've only got two and a half years of your contract left, you've got to sign a new contract. Well. There's not too many clubs around want to issue five-year contracts, is there really, unless you're really special. Although Chelsea, so, they'll, they'll give you a seven-and-a-half-year well, one, won't yeah, they? Yeah, well, that gets out of the fair play league, doesn't it, or whatever it is. But the, the point is that there's no, you know, so he's got a year left, six months left. OK, he's still got a contract, so it runs out. If he's happy there, he'll sign What's it. What's a contract like, worth? Let's be honest with you. They're not well, worth paying the return on You're them. saying they're only worth money to the clubs. Because that's what happened with Maguire. So we're saying, as, as supporters, they're not mm. worth what they're written on. And I'd like to well, think they are. You could also argue the French Voldemort, um, because I don't, I, we shan't mention his name, the French Voldemort signed a six-year deal last well, year in March. There you go. There you go. Um, no, I, I was going to say that, Brad. You can read my mind. You are quite right. I agree with you totally on that. that you know. But, hey, you know... It's the same for all the clubs, I suppose. Two players I want to just quickly talk on before we uh, round things off. Um, I got really excited because I did see a bit of news the other day that said this player was within hours of agreeing a deal to leave. And he's still here. Uh, In fairness, I was on Loaded Mags earlier, which is a Newcastle fan site, trying to get them to take him back if we sell them Madison (laughs) or Tielemans. They wouldn't take me up on it. They said £60 for Madders on his own or £40 for Madders if you include Perez. I mean, again, why why hasn't he gone? What is holding this up? He's in the first 11 now, isn't he? Regular. He's not going to end there. He's not going to stay there. <laughs> Who knows? We want him. He knows. We must know that the club want him out. Who knows? I tell, I, I tell you what's holding him back. He can't pass. He can't shoot. He can barely cross. Um, he, he needs six injury. He needs. He needs six players to be injured in front of him before he gets minutes on the pitch. But if you take all of that aside and forget that he's a bang out bridge to low level player that 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 might get him a move because you know we talk you know we talk about um you know you know certain players you get a stigma where they they're always linked with your club but they never seem to join i mean i'm famously man united fans will know the wesley schneider thing won't they they, they were always linked with him but he never signed for them but it always seems that every winter or every summer rail betters and I know that's definitely the club that he was linked with, but they are always linked with signing him. And it never seems to happen. So, I don't know. I mean, I was hoping that this Tete, and again, could be wrong. It could just be someone really doing a very good job of trying to wind particularly me up, as well as other <laughs> Leicester fans. That, that, that it's you going to be a loan deal. Right? Well, well. Me, 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 easily wound up. Never happens, mate. Never happens. But we were maybe under the false illusion that because we were going to bring in someone permanent, we could finally get rid of the biggest deadwood we've had since Islam Somali signed for us. 
And at least Islam Slomani wasn't his fault. It was the way we played Slomani, i.e. not to strengths. We've even tried playing to Perez's strengths for those that defended him, and he still hasn't proved himself. So when's his contract up? Can we if he's still got like four years left for his deal, can we swap can we just put Yuri Tillemans on top of it and forge it? We'll take the fine when it happens. But I feel like he signed a five-year contract 20 years ago and he's still here. I, I, just a it, thing that just broke here on Sky this very minute. Spence expected to leave Spurs on loan. Um, he has fallen down the pecking order. Uh, Spurs boss Antonio Conte has regularly picked uh, Emerson Royale and Matt Doherty over the 22-year-old who looks likely to miss out on the match day squad again for Saturday's fourth-round tie at Preston. Number of Premier League clubs are interested in securing his services of Spence on loan, but Tottenham are reluctant to allow an option to buy clause to be included in any deal. Um, Christian Stellani, Tottenham's assistant manager, insisted on Friday a lack of consistency in training has resulted in the defender being restricted to only six appearances this season. Well, he doesn't do it at training. Forget it. Uh, for yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's out the door, that's good. He said loan. Now, the update <laughs> on, is there an update on Tete? Um, uh, no, there isn't. No, I was just no there is here. Cur- uh, on Wikipedia, his current team's changed. He's now plays for Rogers out. <laughs> Chris, it's Chris. He gave his game away. It's Chris. He's changing it. <laughs> not to me. Not to me. Uh, one <laughs> thing, and I didn't do, a, a, do, a, do an image for this guy, because I've got to be totally honest that's with brilliant. you. I'm not going to lie. I forgot about this player, Soyuncu. It's gone very quiet. I mean, apparently he was all signed and delivered that, that Madrid were going to get him. Again, it has gone very, very quiet. Yeah. I think I feel sorry for him. I really do. You don't, don't. go from being a good player. You don't, no? You think he's attitude um, I don't because it's funny that, isn't it? He was all throwing his toys in the pram. Ed turned, didn't want to play, needed to get his head straight when it was Real Madrid and into Milan. But he never got mm. his finger out of his arse when them rumours went cold and dead. He's n- no, he lost his head and maybe the Euros was the worst thing he could have done with his career going to Euros fairs. Yeah, but he has not been the same since he lost his head in that Bournemouth game. Yeah. He's not proven himself, and I, I, this is the one player I will back Rogers on and say there's no smoke without fire, because we know there's a player in there that's good enough to play, but there has to be more of the reason than Rogers doesn't like him to not pick him. I don't sympathise with Soyuncu. I think he's brought this on himself, and I think maybe Soyuncu should be not looking at Rogers, but looking at his so-called Bessie mate, his agent, because. How can someone not play football, but then be linked with Real Madrid? Not play football, but then get linked with Inter Milan. Not yeah. play football, but now he's linked with uh, Athletic. Has, has, has he got no brain cells? Because all three clubs are massive moves. They're happening. They're going to happen. He's leaving Leicester for Real Madrid. Goes dead cold. And then another winner comes along. He's going into Milan. It's going to happen. He's going to join the Italians before they win the league. What a move. And then it goes cold. And then he doesn't play for Leicester and he keeps throwing his toys out at Pram and they keep falling out. Oh, he's going to Atletico Madrid. It's a stunning move. He's going to join the Spanish Giants as they're competing with Real Madrid and Barcelona for the league. Mm. And then it goes cold. Put the switch back on, Soyuncu, and sort your head out, mate, because 
I have, I, I've lost my sympathy with Soren Chu. At first, I was with you, Dave. I had sympathy Ooh. for him, but it repeat the same process. Has he had chance to put start. it right? Though? Has he had chance to put it right? I mean, the games I've seen him playing, he's done okay. I mean, yeah. we know we know his failings. That was always that pullback, wasn't it? I mean, once you've done it twice in the Premier League, you've you've finished. Um, Mm. And he's not the quickest player around. But then we haven't got any centre halves. And he's still no, can't but... game. Neither can Vestergaard, can he? So... Yeah. Well, yeah, again, like you said, we've got no centre halves. Um, yeah. but then, then but then you look at the Gillingham game, and I know yeah. I, I know this is a long stretch, but you have to think of not just the Gillingham game, but their their inclusion throughout the last seven or eight months, European nights, a couple of minutes in the league, a couple of minutes here and there. The reason we're seeing maybe the likes of Brunt, McAteer and Sammy Braybrook. Yes, I know Braybrook, I think he's only played a little bit. But, it's, yeah. but the reason we're promoting and, and pushing youth ahead of their development, because let's face it, you're doing that to a 16, 17 and 18 year old, unless they're suddenly someone of pure world-class talent, which is one in a million, you're yeah. pushing their development past the point to give them game time over Soyuncu and other players just tells you where they're at in the club and their perspectives individually. And that, for me, is why I go, well, I'm sorry, Soyuncu, but who are you trying to kid saying that it's all Rogers and he's the reason I'm not playing? No, you're, 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 you're taking the lump of the blame for the reason you're not Ryan, in this team. Ryan, they took a price cut on him then. He just said, enough's enough. We don't want your salary well, on our books. Well, it's probably because no son will take him off him. it. Somebody love him, surely. He ain't that bad a player. Well, well, yeah, but why hasn't he? Why hasn't he gone then? I don't know. Because I, because I, I can guarantee you, I bet you somebody maybe like a Middlesbrough or like a Blackburn, who would be keen to take him up and help strengthen their promotion push. He's yeah. gone. Huh, I am too good for you in the championship, and I've gone. Well, and, I, and and you know what? Whether they hate each other or not, clubs like that. And I've done an Anthony there, but that's why I made yeah. sure my hand was up. Um, <laughs> You know, but clubs like that, they'll talk amongst each other. They'll be like, oh, what have you, have you heard about Soyuncu? Apparently they had a right old laugh on the phone at them. Oh, we won't go near him then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and players do get reputations, don't they? And those mm. reputations precede them. There's something more, I think, like you say, guys, there's something more than it's just a, a little fallout, you know. What happened to council contracts by mutual consent? I suppose it's soon to consent. Yeah, but the problem is the problem is though, Dave, they're no longer on fifteen grand, eight grand a week like they used to be. They're now on a hundred grand, eighty grand yeah. a week. It's a little bit it's a little bit more consequential for the club to cancel a hundred grand a week contract than it is, say, twelve grand. Yeah. We are gonna take another very quick break and then we're gonna come back with the last we're not talking about I'm gonna ask you something about transfer windows which we touched on before and we'll be straight back after this. Leicester Till I Die TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And I've got to be honest with you, as well as that, I've got to play this as well. I know, it's so difficult not to look smug at this point. (laughs) Now, those of you that watch the prediction show regularly will know that Brad has, apart from a couple of weeks earlier in the season... (laughs) Brad has topped it every single week. And he even went into Christmas and the World Cup break, sat atop. 
two weeks ago he didn't turn up because um, he, he had his own show to do. And Anthony stood in for him and he, he got 11 points. This week, Brad came back and got two. Ooh. And he has now done... You know, Newcastle were nine points ahead of Manchester United and slowly, bit by bit, it was uh, eroded away. Well, what can I say there? Look who's top. Look who is top now. And can I just say, by the way, Brad, Steve Lynch just send his best on to you, by the way. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Will you see come the end of the season? Because I remember last year, I remember last season, I got a whopping zero one weekend. Who won, who won it last year, Chris? Who won it then? Yes, you, you and you may yeah. well do, but this at the moment as it stands. It's very true, yeah, very true, mate. No, fair, fair play to you. Fair play to you. You had a blind. When Leicester went top when Peter Taylor was manager, we actually claimed we were top for two weeks, and that was because there was an international yeah, break. That's what you're doing that now. Yeah. <laughs> this is because there's an FA Cup break now. Yeah. Oh dear. Anthony's, Anthony's not rubbing it in at all. No. Um, you can see there. Anthony's still fuming. He's still going to debate something with you, apparently, something about one of his results. But I don't know. I've said, I've said I'm not bothered. But yeah, he still, he still <laughs> mentioned something about it. I can't remember which one. He'll probably bring it up on the chat. He will. I don't, to be honest with you, um, I don't. There's, I don't there's, think there's no money involved, so I'm not bothered. It's all for fun. It is. As long as Steve Barnett comes bottom, mate, it doesn't matter which one of us wins <laughs> it. <laughs> we beat the ex-professional. Yeah, um, that's what matters. And to, to be honest with you guys, talking of Steve Linex, if you haven't seen it yet, um, I didn't realise we'd actually had him on literally every week doing the prediction show. And we'd never done a proper chat with him about his career. Um, so we put that right um, on Wednesday. Do find it's under the latest shows on the YouTube channel, Lester Tallied ITV, and you will uh, be able to see uh, an hour long chat one to one. It's under it's called The Conversation, it's the name for the interviews. And um, check that out with Steve Linux. Um, old um, um, talking about Mark Wallington, um, having a poo and smoking at the same time while he's giving his uh, 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 team talk, and the famous hill that they all had to run up and down. Ooh. And it's like a good interview, we have got Russell Osman, Ian Hume, uh, Pontus Carmark, and um, there's another one I've forgotten who the hell it is, but there's another one as well. Bless him, David Connolly. David Connolly, yeah. that's it. Thank you. Yeah, bless him. Yeah. Uh, all those four coming up over the next three. Are you gonna Are you gonna be asking Kamark if he's still got Janino in his back pocket? Indeed. Yes, I will indeed <laughs> ask him if he's how how heavy his pockets are. I, I think he I think he had him in that pocket so deep that he even tried to get Ravinelli in there at some point, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, wasn't it? That was brilliant. That was it really was. Right. The question I wanted to, to kind of end on here then is, and we've kind of touched on it already, um, but I want to say the following players, and I'm sorry, I know you're going to hate me for this, but Fafana, Gordon, Trossard, Caicedo. Caicedo has made a plea to force a Brighton exit. Trossard pretty much doing the same. Gordon refused to, to say he never wanted to play for Everton again. We all know what happened with Fafana. What is the point? I'll come to you first with this one, Brad. What is the point of having contracts? 
pretty much to save face so the club can kind of go, well, okay, but we're getting all the money for it. And he kind of just put a front on it. And it's just farcical these days, contracts. But this is why all of a sudden contracts are five years, six-year deals. And it's why we get six months into a contract and we instantly extend their contract. You know, we've done it with players here. Madison, you know, in DD, Barnes. They're the three most notable names, I think, of the... I mean, all right, Vardy as well. But they're probably the names that instantly... They sign a contract and then two years into some of the clubs are negotiating to extend it because they're probably almost fearing that, you know, you think you know somebody and then all of a sudden they, they show the true colours when something like this. I mean, Gordon's a spoiled brat and I really hope I re- there's, there's a part of me that wishes that Newcastle would change their mind on him and make him look like a fucking idiot. I mean, personally, I, I, you know, I've got nothing against Newcastle and I, I, I want them to be this team that we all get behind and cheer in a way as neutrals. I kind of hope that Newcastle, actually, you know what? Your attitude stinks, mate. Your attitude stinks. We don't want that attitude and atmosphere in our ground and we don't want you in two years' time doing the same to us. But it's not going to happen. It's going to take a punt. But, you know, you know, whatever. Hopefully, hopefully the worst case that happens to them is they get, they get sick of him and sell him for what they paid and, and, and that's it. But contracts are a big, uh, are literally the only thing that, that that gives club that retention on, 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 on players. Otherwise, transfer windows would be completely dictated by players. And it wouldn't just be these one or two names. Dave, they are at the moment, aren't they? Because, you know, everybody says, oh, why why should we keep a player that's not happy? Well, the player's won. I mean, you know, for you, me and anybody else, right? I mean, none of us are particularly working at the moment, so it's probably the, the wrong audience. But, you know, when when you're working, you sign a contract with your, with your job and that contract says you have to give and it could be two, three, four, usually four weeks' notice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, could we not adapt that for football players? They sign the contract, and if they want to leave, they have to give notice, right, in the next January window, I'm going to put in a transfer request. Well, because, that, won't, you know, that won't happen financially, will it? Um, is it well, still the, the fact if you put a transfer in? Back with, a, with an offer if they want them to stay, like employers do. Yeah. I, th- I think, do you remember the days when somebody signed a new three or four year deal? We were all excited. Fantastic. You know, it's another three or four years we got the player. Not now. It's just, as you say, it's pointless. I mean, you, you've even highlighted it with Maguire. You know, Maguire signs a new five year deal so Leicester can get a payoff. Well, that's a terrible attitude, really, isn't it, for anybody in a club? And I, I, I mean, we were lucky with Maguire. He had a terrible second season for us, I reckon. And, you know, to get 80 million Man United must have been blind. But um, it's just wrong. It's wrong. But I don't know how you do it because this freedom of contract thing, whenever it was, is the 80s? I can't even remember, the 90s. Um, the freedom of contract determines that players are in the bog stand driving seat there, which mm. they never were. And there's nothing a club can do about it. They just send, give out these hefty contracts to attract players in. And they've, you know, they 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 can't determine whether they keep them or not. So, for club, what's the point? Yeah, no, 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 Brad. I mean, 
taking what I said a, a step further. So let's say I am, um, I'm, I'm a player for Leicester City, and I know that there are a couple of clubs that might be interested. So I've signed this contract saying that I've got to give, let's say, eight weeks' notice, right? So I've got to tell the club in November that I would like to leave the club in January, right? The other team comes in and says, right, yeah, we would like to sign you in January. Here's the contract. That gives eight weeks for the team to then try and find a replacement, whether that's promoting intern, you know, promoting a youth player up or a, 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 a non-squad player up or going out to, to recruit somebody uh, to use, you know, a non-footballing term. Um, could that not work, do you not think? Well, it worked. It, it was called this thing called no transfer window. Oof. And it worked. There was no there was no tapping. In fact, there was none of this toxicity in a transfer because that sort of thing would happen. We, I mean, I know it was a bit different, but let, let's take out the potential of he had whether he had it in his contract or not. Heskey, prime example of it. He what he was happy to stay at Leicester, but he always said, look, Liverpool are a boiled club. If they come in for me over anybody, I would rather go to them. If a deal we can do, I don't want Liverpool to, you know, mug Leicester off. You know, he wasn't saying, oh, if Liverpool offer a million pounds, I want to go because Liverpool, he was like, look, Liverpool obviously have to meet your valuation of me. But I want to go if I want to go. Okay, no worries, Heskey. Yeah, no one's coming in for you. No one's put a bid in for you. Spurs put in a bid. I think it was, it was either more or less than what Liverpool ended up paying from. I think it was ironically a little bit more than what Liverpool paid. And he was like, eh, no, not really. But Leicester were like, look, that's what we value you at. We're not going to step in your way if that's what you want. And he went, no, no, I'm all right. I, I, I'll stay with Leicester. And then it felt like a few days. It might have been a bit longer. I don't know. Someone who was a bit older at the time might remember it a bit better than I do. But I sort of remember it as and all of a sudden we turned down Tottenham and a few days later Liverpool came in and we and he went, well, and we went, yep, yeah, they've offered 11 million. That's what we want for you. We want we wanted 10 million for you. They've offered 11. You said if it if it's Liverpool police don't stand in the way, in in you know off you go to Liverpool and 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 see if you can get yourself a move. We're not going to stand away with it. And, and football's lost that. Football has lost that gentleman's agreement that you sort of have, right? Because these players now, it does my head in right. If if and let's twist that slow. Had Heskey done what these players do back then? Has he gone? Oh, I'd actually wouldn't mind going to Liverpool. My agents told me he's gone to have a word with someone at Liverpool and he said they might be interested in it. Well, we won't sell you. In, and unless they went, well, we're not going to sell you, Heskey, unless they pay 10 million. And he went, and he said, well, I'm not showing up for training. They'd sack him. Mm. And unfortunately, the power of money has dictated and, and the fees for payers has inflated so much that that is a time we will never get back in football. But you know the expression, don't fix what isn't broke. Well, we missed that one. We chose entertainment purposes over yeah. logic. And that's why now these players go, oh, well, you might think... I, I mean, the only way you could turn around to a player that says, oh, I want to leave, I want to leave, and you're holding me hostage, I'd be going, so you don't think you're worth 60 million then? 
Because that's what I'd say to someone. I'd turn around to Gordon and go, you don't think you're worth 60 million? But you think you could play Champions League football? Yeah, but no, 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 but you can't have your cake and eat it, kid. You've got a five-year deal here. Make up your mind, right? We will let you go to Newcastle if they pay 60 million for it for you. Do you not think you're worth 60 million? Because if that's the case, then we will sell you to a championship club that can afford to pay what you're worth. Because if you don't think you're worth 60 million, that tells me you're never going to reach your potential. So on that saying, Stoke want you for 30 million, go and talk to them. Well, I don't want Stoke. So then you think you're worth 60 million, don't you, Mr. Gordon? Oh, but well, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, Chris, a player's mentality. It's funny how they'll change how they want things. It's just... It's, it's just that's fantasy football, a thing that we, you know, no matter how many times we tell kids of this year and future, we'll never believe that there wasn't a transfer window. They'll think transfers are always been part of football. <laughs> We're going to get you on Room 101 one week, and that can be your uh, your wild card. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll reach through the screen to pull the lever for it. <laughs> oh, brilliant guys uh i'm gonna have to let you go because it's getting on a bit now and one of us is going to turn into a pumpkin and i've already started so i think it's going to be me um guys thank you so very much first of all dave um our uh, our jim davidson look alike <laughs> the more I actually look at you, the more I can see what they are saying. Um, Chris, the more I look at you, the more I. I tell, I tell you I what, know. Chris. You know, you know, you, you know, you know. You're always bullying, Dave. You just you, you need to give him a big break from bullying. Yeah, I think so. Hey. There you go. See that did that did slip between your break. <laughs> hey, nice one. I don't know about that. Right, uh, Dave. Oh, thank very you good, Dave. Uh, yeah, thanks, like mate. Nice in the description below, but tell people where they can find you, and obviously what you are going to be doing because you now have uh, you have sleepings every morning. You, you have a, you have an easy life now. I do. It's wonderful. But tomorrow you can listen to the breakfast show nine o'clock. Well, I say breakfast show. It's not breakfast, is it? 1911surreyhillsradio.co.uk, a Forest fan. He's actually a mate of mine as well, which is sad, but he's a, he's a nice Forest fan, if there's such a thing. He'll be doing the breakfast show tomorrow, and I'll be doing a prog rock show, the first... Sugar, I forgot when it is now. Did I say the first Saturday in the month? Yes. Six, six till eight o'clock in the evening. Yeah, starting in February. Thank you very much. I thank you. No, no. Uh, thank you. Um, thank you. Forest fan, I don't know. I know. He's a nice guy, <laughs> believe it or not. I tell you what, breakfast show is starting at nine o'clock. That's my sort of breakfast show. Perfect. If only what Chris Evans had known about you, he'd have signed for Surrey Hills Radio. <laughs> the breakfast show. To be fair, he does a show at Friday night. Oh, tonight. No, he's finished now. Yeah. 80s disco. Uh, like so he has a bit of a lie-in, as indeed yeah. you are now all the time. Hey, thank indeed. you so much. Cheers, I will Chris. see you on Monday. Yeah, we will do. Cheers, Brad. Excellent. See you, mate. See you okay, mate. Bye-bye. Loans. <laughs> <laughs> Bounty bars. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you need to know the joke with that one. Uh, <laughs> oh, I do. I know that one. I was on the show. <laughs> you see? No, I don't know if anybody's watching, but uh, yeah. I, I oh, think that, I, what you meant to me? I was, I was no, no, I was saying. I was just saying as a general remark, bounty bars. Oh, uh, um, Anthony says, "Good stream, Chris, Brad, and Jim. Thank you very much, sir. Brad, where can people find you apart from when you're actually on here?" Uh, apart from on here and crying in my corner and swearing about loan deals, uh, they can find me on Top 10 Battles. Uh, link is in the description as always. <laughs> I, I, I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> find, me on, find me on there. Um, we do shows as regular as possible on there. We've got a lovely quiz going, running alongside it. If you like football quizzes and you like Brain Me and Erk, go and check them out. Uh, but follow me on Twitter, really, at Full Time Focus. Uh, and yeah, you'll you'll see me when I'm going live and ranting and effing and jeffing about Leicester, no doubt. Hopefully not after Saturday's game, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. You swearing? I cannot believe that. But uh, I'm, no. if I'm seeing, if I'm seeing um, um, Jim on Monday night, and I say, I know I, I know he's not Jim. I'm, I didn't get that one wrong. Dave, on Monday night... We are seeing you tomorrow night for the post-match when hopefully we'll be celebrating being in the fifth round. Yeah, we'd hope so. I mean, if not, we could always talk about how Nottingham Forest got on in the cup, can't we, Chris? Exactly. Oh, no, wait, we can't. We can't. No, we can't. <laughs> we will, either way, I'm sure we will crack open the bounty bars. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks very much, mate. I'll see you tomorrow night. See you tomorrow night, mate. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Okay. Oh, it's going to be a busy, uh, a busy couple of weeks. We have got to say a load of the interviews coming up. So please stick with us for that. Subscribe and press that um, notification bell. Uh, David Connolly, Ian Hume, Hume, uh, the original Christian Fuchs, and uh, Russell Osman, uh, who was with us for a few seasons, and of course the one, the only biggest thing to come from Sweden since ABBA. Pontus Kamark, what a what a player. Full pockets, but what a player. But I have to say, coming up next. Coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV. Yes, indeed. Coming up next, it is... Live watch along tomorrow night at uh, tomorrow afternoon, I should say, at 12 o'clock. Join us for the live watch along. Leicester City traveling up to the Saddlers Walsall. Uh, new owners going well in League Two, middle of the table there. And I'm not confident. And I was on Talk Sport last night. Well, say last night, this morning, I think it was about two o'clock. But I did a pre record at half 11 with uh, Paul Ross. And he went, you don't sound very confident, Chris. I went, I'm actually not. I am no, I'm really, really worried about this one. Fingers crossed, though. That's all we can say. Thank you so much for watching. It is really much appreciated. Like I say, please subscribe if you're new. Smash those likes, whether you're new or not. And if you have been listening on the podcast, because we are now part of TalkSport Fancast, thank you very much for lending me your ears. You can now have them back. And I will see you tomorrow at 12 o'clock, God willing, for the FA Cup fifth round. Good night. Fourth round. That's not <laughs> fraudulent slip. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. That's all, folks.
Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. watching these videos are tremendous you better like them too or i'll be back lester till i die tv they think it's all over it it's the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect ultimate delivery now on the mcdonald's app you in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.